Hello, and welcome to the In the Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Pope. Welcome back, family, to the podcast. This is your boy, Trevor Pope. Just want to say I appreciate you guys tuning in. Once again, so much has happened uh, since we put out our last our last uh, podcast episode last week. Um, I would just want to start off by saying before we jump into things, I truly do appreciate all of the support of the podcast, all of you guys that are watching on YouTube, all of you guys that's uh, been downloading on other platforms, Spotify, our iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Like I truly do want to say thank you for your support because I know with this podcast, you know, there's not a lot of bells and whistles. You know, there's not a lot of uh, entertainment um, as I, I, I like to call it, you know, sometimes I, and it's nothing wrong with having a good time, having fun. But I know sometimes in order to have people sit and listen to you or sit and watch you, you got to entertain them. You got to be doing something goofy and, you know, some type of sayings. And, you know, so I'm thankful for you guys that that come and listen and uh, hang out with me and, and, you know, just really strengthen one another in the Lord, you know, and encourage those that aren't in the Lord that aren't saved to get saved. So thank you guys. I do truly appreciate you. Last week, um, I put out the podcast episode, Present Danger for Children. And I think when people heard that podcast episode, because it came out um, on all of the platforms, the audio platforms, it comes out on Wednesday nights going into Thursday mornings. And with uh, YouTube, it comes out on Thursday morning. So I think when people heard that particular podcast episode, I think they thought it was something that I wrote or or that I spoke about in response to what happened in Texas at the school, at the elementary school, you know, in Uvalde, Texas. But in actuality, that podcast was inspired by exactly what I talked about. When you guys get a chance, go go check out last week's podcast. If you haven't, Present Danger for Children. It was inspired by all of the crime that I've been seeing, you know, against children, you know, just, just being killed by their parents, you know, by people they don't know, just being killed by accident, just all these things. And unknowingly to me, as I was recording that particular episode, it was the morning of what happened in Texas. So I don't know. I, I don't really know the timelines on how everything went down, but it could have been while I was recording it. I didn't even find out what happened until that evening. So when you look in last week's uh, podcast notes, uh, you'll notice that um, I gave my condolences to, to the families and of those that had been killed. Um, you know, uh, I was able to at least put it in the podcast notes. Uh, being that I heard about it that evening, I was able to change it up, um, you know. So, yeah, it, it just was just insane for me to have put that out there um, and that be going on at the same time. But it was just really heavy in my spirit to talk about, you know, what's been going on with the children, man, and how, you know, things are getting super violent against them, man. You know, it's just, it's just a super huge uptick in, in, in children violence. You know, even this morning I saw, and I guess they found the body like a month ago of a little kid, five-year-old, just in a suitcase in the woods in Indiana. 
you know, um, and they said that it, it, his hair seemed to be fine. His teeth were fine. So somebody had been caring for him and doing well by him up until this point, up until whatever happens, whatever happens. So it's just, it's just, you're seeing a lot out here and it, and it, and it really is troubling and discouraging. But like we talked in last week podcast, you know, Satan hates the things that God loves. And we know that, you know, Jesus was adamant about how he felt about children and being like a child in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven and things of that nature. I don't want to go over last week podcast. Like I said, when you get a chance, check it out. We really dug in to a couple of things, but it was just weird how everything happened, how I talked about that, you know, and that was going on. And then come to find out when I went to upload the podcast, um, you know, last week I actually was was a week ahead, you know, because the, the podcast is bi-weekly. So I actually was supposed to be uploading for this week as the actual podcast episode. So when I started to upload it, I realized like, wait a minute, I uploaded the week prior. So I'm I'm a week ahead. So when I looked at how everything played out, how those things were in my heart, I mean, obviously I knew it was the Lord. And I said, you know what? I think it's time you know, just seeing how everything played out to go back to doing the podcast weekly, because that's how we originally started out. So that's why I'm doing the podcast this week, which is the regular week. But we did one last week and we will continue to do so by the grace of God um, each week. I think it's time to go back to weekly. It's so much that we need to continue, you know, just to talk about. We need to continually encourage one another Um you know, to really just hold on to God's unchanging hand. You know, I was just talking about that on one of the, uh, in the words, if you guys aren't familiar with the YouTube channel, um, if you go to YouTube and you type in Trevor Pope in the word, uh, our channel will pop up, but I do, um, other episodes besides the podcast. I do eat up Mondays where it's just an encouraging word each Monday. And I also do episodes of in the word, which I had stopped for a little while. I wasn't doing much of, but I'm starting to get back to those. And I was just talking about, you know, you know, I'm sticking with the Lord and how it is super important guys, you know, and you can go and check out, check out that uh, episode. Like I said, you can go on YouTube and find it. You can type in Trevor Pope. I'm sticking with the Lord or Trevor Pope in the word. You'll be able to find the video, but we were just talking about abiding in him. You know, the importance of really remaining in God guys. Like we really, really if you if you if you're really paying attention to what's going on around you, you truly do need to hold on to God's unchanging hand. It can't just be cliche. It can't be just a saying we say in church like we really need to be submitted to God. And that don't mean we're going to always do everything right. You know, but that's that's the beauty of being in the Lord. Right. Like when we mess up, we're able to go before him before the throne of grace and and ask for forgiveness and repent and ask for the help to make sure that we don't keep going back to that old vomit, keep going back to that old thing that keeps easily besetting us. So, you know, I'm here to encourage you guys, you know, hold on to the Lord's unchanging hand. Just like he said in the scriptures, you know, he says that, you know, uh, I believe it's John 15 and four. He says, abide in me and I, and I, in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. We know he is the true vine. No more can you bear fruit except you abide in me. So we are here 
for one, for our fellowship and our relationship with God, but to also bear fruit, the fruit, you know, that he's given us fruit that represents the kingdom fruit. That's going to, you know, help somebody to stay safe or encourage somebody to get saved, to get those home that belong with the Lord, because there are still those out there that belong to the Lord, you know, that he is going to use us, you know, as seeds are being planted, and water, he's going to use us to say the right thing to them, to to bring the confirmation and things of that nature. So we have to really stay focused, guys, because I'm telling you, you know, it is, you know, what we're seeing going on in this world, man, it's, it's just out of control. I mean, this uptick in violence, it is out of control. It's not just the mass shootings. It's not just the neighborhood shootings. I mean, you got all types of violence and craziness going on. I just saw where some guy, uh, you know, just set a homeless man on fire, just poured a cup of gasoline on him. Uh, I guess he had gas in a, a McDonald's cup and just poured it on him and set the man on fire. It's like people are, are, are going insane. But we that are saved, we understand what it is. We know that the Bible said that in the end times, these things will start to happen. We would see things that we had never seen. You know, people would do things that we would never think they would do. You know, it's just really, really out of control. And I was even talking about that on one of our, in the words, uh, I believe it was last Friday. And I was talking about just like in the days of Noah. And if you remember back in the days of Noah, um, I believe what was that scripture? Um, oh man, I believe it was, I want to say Genesis, uh, chapter six and, Oh, what, what scripture was it? No, no, actually Genesis chapter six talked about, you know, how, you know, everything came to a head, you know, how God was just tired of mankind. Matter of fact, Genesis six and five said, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. It said every imagination. That word imagination is the action or process of forming such images or concepts. So their images and their concepts, their images and their ideas, you know, um, the stuff that they contemplated, it said in their heart was only evil continually. And that's what it seems like, you know, we're seeing today. But the scripture that I was thinking of was actually in Matthew chapter 24, when it talks about the end, end times, you know, and you know how you know, the Bible says that in those days of Noah, you know, before the flood, people were just eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until that day, you know, into the day that Noah entered into the ark. And that's what we're going to see today. You know, we're going to just see people just constantly just going about their regular business, you know, like nothing's going on. We're out here yelling, you know, you know, receive Christ into your life, repent. You know, this world is passing away. It's dying. It has nothing for you. But guess what? People are going to go right up into the last minute just doing the things that they're doing. And I say that to say, listen, don't get discouraged, you know, because I know early on in being saved, I mean, I've been saved 20 years now, but I remember trying to talk to loved ones and friends about the Lord and it just seemed like they wasn't listening. And, you know, God had to help me to understand that it's not on me to save them. It's just on me to to minister to them and give them the message. But if they're not going to receive it, you know, if it doesn't happen, you know, I, I can't carry that burden. All I can do is say what God tells me to say. But the, unfortunately, you're going to have many people that are just going to be doing whatever they want right up until 
Christ returns. And that's just what it is. And that's what we're seeing now. So don't think it's strange when you hear these stories. Listen, you know, I, I heard today and I heard it happen almost a week ago. I heard today about the grandmother that was killed at her grandson's graduation because two ladies started fighting in the parking lot after their graduation and shots rang out. And now a grandmother is dead. Do you imagine you wake up, you say, oh, my grandson is graduating today. I can't wait to go and just see him graduate. Now you've seen him graduate. You're leaving. And guess what? We know those of us that have graduated, been a part of graduations. What's the next thing? Oh, we're going to go celebrate. We're going to go eat or whatever, have some cook something on the grill at the house, whatever the plans are. And here this lady dies in the parking lot after the graduation because some knuckleheads are you know, fighting in the parking lot over nonsense. I bet you if we were able to get a hold of these young ladies and whoever else was involved and talk to them, well, what was this really about? I bet you it was about absolutely nothing, about a bunch of foolishness. But this is what we're seeing. We're seeing just craziness happen. We're just seeing things go out of control, but it's nothing to be discouraged about because guess what? You know, It's in the scriptures, the scriptures, you know, God told us that things would be this way. So it shouldn't be a shock to us, but to sit back and watch it happen. Yes, sometimes it can be very discouraging, but you know what? We're going to just continue to trust in the Lord. And that's why, you know, I'm thankful for all the testimonies that I hear you know, um, on, on in the comments of the videos about people just striving to to get back, you know, in, in tune with the Lord, abide in him, build their relationship with the Lord, get it stronger, get it back where it was. You know, it, it's not about, you know, gaining everything you lost all at once. You know, um, just talk to the Lord. You're driving in your car, you working, whatever. Have, talk to him. You know what I mean? It don't have to be nothing deep. You don't have to be saying big words. Just talk to him. Lord, I, I want to do better. Lord, you know, I, I I want to get a stronger relationship with you. Lord, I want to be able to encourage others. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, talk to God about it. Because here's the thing. He already knows, you know, but he's not going to make you do anything. He already knows what you need, but we have to talk to him. We have to at first acknowledge, listen, God, I'm, I'm in a bad place. I'm wrong. I, I need to repent. I'm doing the wrong things. You know, we have to be honest with God and with ourselves, not because God don't know. He already knows. He already knows what we're doing. He already knows what we need. But if we don't be honest with him, if we try to act like something uh, isn't going on, that is, then how is that going to help us? And guess what? We can't truly change or allow God to work on us if we don't acknowledge that something there is wrong. So we have to definitely, guys, you know, strive to stick with the Lord, not to get caught up in this world and all of the things that's going on in this world. You know, um, yes, there's a lot to do in this world, a lot of fun things that we can do and, you know, uh, with our families and friends and all of those things are fine in themselves, but we can't take on the world's mindset. We can't take on the world's information as gospel. We can't find ourselves doing everything that the world does that's outside of the word because we know that vacation, God isn't against vacation. God isn't against having fun with our family and doing things with our family and loved ones. He's not against any of those things. But when we start doing things the world the way the world does, we start thinking like the world. We start saying, oh, that's not that bad. God, he understands my heart and all of those things things, that's when we will 
find ourselves getting into trouble. And guess what? I talk about it all the time. Yes, pray for your loved ones. Pray uh, for everyone in the world. Pray, pray for the whole entire humanity. But this is something that you have to understand. God is not trying to heal the world. God is not trying to save the world itself as the system. The system is dying and it will continue to die. And unfortunately, people will continue to do crazier things because this is what the Bible said would happen. We'd like to to just, you know, throw everything on mental health. Yes, in a sense, it is mental health, but it's coming from a spiritual place. It's starting somewhere spiritual. And that's why it's getting crazier and crazier. And what you're seeing now is, you know, people that talked a lot of the mental health stuff. Look what happened with the guy, you know, in Texas, the young man that killed all these children in Texas. You know, you had the government saying, screw uh, mental health. Well, I'm not blaming this on mental health. Like, you know, like, we're, you know, people are calling out evil for what it is. And guess what? Evil starts in the spiritual place. You know, we know that all of this is dealing with the devil. And because like second Corinthians four and four says, he's the God of this world. He's the God of the system, the information, all of these things we're trying to take in as gospel. We're arguing about politics, who, who's the best. And, you know, you got people with banners, on their houses saying F this one. And yes, I voted for this. You know, it's like they're so caught up in this world system, not realizing, listen, man, the devil's playing a game all the way around. There's always some type of game behind something when it comes to this world. And if you don't understand that, you'll get caught up. You know, you'll cut people off behind the things you see on TV, the things you hear people say. And I'm telling you, <laughs> The Bible says that Satan is the father of lies. And guess what, guys? That has not changed. But when I was talking about just like in the days of Noah, I remember where um, in, in uh, Genesis chapter six, you know, uh, and I'm a, I'll read it really quickly. And like I said, you get a chance to go and check it out. But Genesis chapter six and 11. And this is why I talked about this last Friday. Because I, I don't want you to think it's strange for the things you're seeing. You know, people people are, you know, not only are, are people killing and doing all these things, people are chopping up bodies. You got, you know, I think there was a lady in New York that, that was, uh, was in a wheelchair or something that had killed somebody and she was riding around with a couple of the parts in her wheelchair. Like, you know, like this stuff that you see, you know, it, it almost seems unreal. But listen, this is what we're going to see in the end times, but it's it's no different from the days of Noah. Listen to what Genesis chapter 6 and 11 says, and, we, and we're going to shut down this podcast episode. I'm not going to hold you guys long this week. I just wanted to just encourage you guys, run some of these things by you guys, let you guys know that we are going back to weekly, tell you guys, and I wanted to tell you guys, thank you for all of the support that you've been giving, just lending your ear, just, you know, just giving feedback, you know, just encouraging me and the Lord as well, because we need that guys. Like we need that right now. Like never before. Do not look at what you're seeing with your eyes and hearing with your ears and, and trying to, you know, look at that and, and score how God is doing because God told us plainly, like, listen, these things are going to happen. But what was so beautiful about God, he says, listen, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Jesus said, listen, I've overcome the world. Be of good cheer. 
that we already have the victory. This is just this just has to play out. But in the midst of this playing out, I'm going to protect you guys. And he has protected us. He has watched over us. He has led and guided us when we allowed him to lead and to guide. But Genesis chapter six and 11 says back then in the days of Noah, the earth also was corrupt before God. Listen to this. And the earth was filled with violence and God looked upon the earth and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So what we're seeing today, the, 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 uh, when it said that their imaginations was, was, was continually evil, when, when the violence was so out of control, like what we're seeing today, this is not, this is not anything new under the sun. It, and, and just like the Bible says, just like in the days of Noah, that violence is going to be out of control. People are going to be marrying and giving into marriage. They're going to be eating and drinking and partying right up until the Lord returns. So I am here to tell you guys to be encouraged. Most importantly, continue to keep your hand in God's hands. He told us in John chapter 10, Jesus said, none can pluck you out of my hands. No one can take you away from me. The devil, your auntie, your uncle, no one. But what the devil will try to do to you, just like he did it in the beginning of time, is get you to walk away from the word, to get you to walk outside of God's word, to go outside of God's word, to disobey God. That's how he gets a hold of you when he gets you to walk out of that hedge. But he can't come in the hedge. We've seen with Job, he can't just do whatever he wants to the people of God. He can do whatever he wants to the people in the world that are under his control. That's what 2 Corinthians 4 and 4 talks about. But he can't just do anything to us. But when we keep listening to his information, to all of this stuff online that we can't, that we say is dogmatic, we sharing it with other people. Look what's going on in the UN and, you know, stuff that we can't even confirm. That's when, if you're not careful, you're going to get yourselves in trouble, guys. But what we can confirm to be true, those of us that are saved and that have had experiences with God, that has a relationship with God, we can confirm that the word is true. For one, we have a relationship with the Lord. We have experiences with the Lord. We've seen him do things that nobody couldn't do but him. And that's what confirms our love, our belief in the Lord for the is because of the things that he's done in our lives. And the word is just our instruction, you know, uh, to let us know what it is that we need to do while we are here, how it is that we stay in the Lord, how it is that we continue to abide in the Lord and to obey him. So that's where our confirmation comes from. It doesn't come from some guy from the 1960s that claimed he knew it all. What does the Bible say about worldly wisdom? We can't we can't depend on that. We don't know who wrote this book and wrote that book and came up with this theory. We don't know these people and we can't confirm these things to be true, especially in the system that belongs to the father of lies. So be careful, guys, out here. What you're taking into your air gate, what you're seeing with your eyes, be super careful. And what you're saying out of your mouth, because guess what? The devil is playing for keeps. God, the Bible said God knows those that are his. And guess what? We that belong to him, we're only going to say what he says to say, and we're only going to do what he says to do. 
And if we mess up and say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, thank God for his grace that we're able to go back to him, say, Lord, I repent, forgive me, help me to never do that again. This time you tell me what to say and tell me what to do. But guys, know that I love you. And until the next time we hop on the podcast together, shalom.